Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello everybody. How have you been? Welcome to the next chapter of Popcorn and Monsters. The previous chapters are still available on Podbean or whatever you listen to your episodes. So you might want to have a little bit of a catch up. But just now, here's Popcorn and Monsters, Chapter 10. Time is a great reader of people. It doesn't try to be, but by its nature it will make people behave in very different ways. When it's going quickly, people will more likely be smiling or laughing. But when it's going slowly, most people, or creatures, will reduce themselves to inhumane acts, doing things they would never, ever do. Unless it was Christmas time. I spy with my little eye something beginning with D. Wolfie, we have been playing this game for over three hours now. And stop doing D, because the door is not there. Okay, okay, I'll stop. It's a universal understanding that when a human being, or former human being, reaches a certain level of boredom, he has to revert to I spy. Another four and a half minutes and it would have been charades. Oh God, don't say that. I've been thinking. Since we arrived at the idea of searching this establishment, whenever the door appeared again, there's been no sign of it. Do any of you perhaps think that we were overheard? Or even more worrying, that we still are? Is that why you're whispering behind your hat like a pantomime villain? Well, Wolfie, you never know who might be listening, or watching. Besides, I keep a bag of sweets in here, would you like one? They've been in there for a while, but they're hard-boiled, so they should be okay. Van Helsing took out the bag and passed it round the group, who each took one with a grimace, but it broke the monotony, if nothing else. Igor spoke before the hard sweetie gummed up his speaking abilities. Do you think we are being watched, Van Helsing, or is it just a hunch? Well, it's nothing more than mere conjecture at the moment, but don't you find it unusual that as soon as we formulate a plan where the mystical door is essential, it doesn't show for the longest time that any of us have been here? That is correct, is it not, Wolfie? Yeah, can't deny that. It was like Piccadilly Circus after I arrived, but now it's more like a morgue. No offence, Lumpy. Lumpy just smiled. He was catching up, mentally. However, I've been thinking about that slowing down thing whenever someone new shows up, and I can't think of who else could come through. I mean, there's plenty of other monsters like the creature from the Black Lagoon, or maybe even ones like the Invisible Man or Phantom of the Opera. But they aren't as linked as we are, either by being in movies together or popularity. Having said that, though, the Invisible Man could be here. 
The only missing character where it would make sense is the mad scientist. So it may not be completely over yet, but who knows? This is as new to me as it is to the rest of you. That's not entirely true though, is it? What do you mean, my bandaged friend? Well, you're the only one here who's familiar with these movies that you've mentioned, and you're the only one who wasn't born into this life that the rest of us share. So maybe if you think from your perspective, then maybe you can think of something that may help us. What do you think? I don't think this is any fault of mine that I caused it, but yeah, I know you all from films and I smell belief in popcorn whenever the door appears. Wolfie sat ramrod straight and spoke hurriedly. You know what this means, don't you? As one, they all urgently said, What? It means that I've got no idea what's going on. There was a groan and some laughter. Listen, guys. All I know is that a group of famous characters from monster movies have shown up in a magical cabin where a door shows up now and again from nowhere, and every so often another being appears from, in slow motion, a hole in the roof. A hole that also appears at the same time as the now you see it and now you don't door. Is that about right? You've forgotten the most important part, Wolfie. It was Igor who spoke. You said yourself that when the door appears you smell belief. Is that correct? Aye. It's very strong, and I know it sounds weird to describe a smell as belief, but I have special Wolfie smelling powers now, and that's the best way to describe it. Belief is a very powerful beast, more so than even our giant friend there. Our giant friend who I believe has just found some biscuits. Van Helsing, you have a theory that we may be under surveillance. I agree with you, but I'm not sure if it's from someone or some group who may wish to do us harm. I believe that someone truly believes in these movies that Wolfie has mentioned so strongly that they have managed to gather us here, in this place, and they may not even know that they have. There was a pause while Igor's theory was given its proper accord, and then Van Helsing was the first to respond. As unbelievable as that sounds, it actually holds up. I remember a case back in 22. It was out in darkest Africa, and Huru was all the rage. Obviously, I believe in the supernatural and unusual because I know for a fact that it's real, as is the case with Hoodoo. However, in this case, the witch doctor was toying with someone who had taken a dislike to, and using only the power of suggestion and mind games, he managed to get this someone to permanently think he was a cow. It wouldn't be that much of a stretch to think that the power of very real belief could cause some kind of disturbance or event that would seem ludicrous, but as we all know, the real world is very, very subjective. It was Mummy's turn to voice his thoughts. Remind me, Wolfie, you also said that when you smell this belief it felt warm. That's right. I didn't feel any form of malice behind it. Do any of you think it's possible that if someone has the power to create a place to bring a collection of 
handsome and exotic creatures together that they could maybe, just maybe, also have the power to cloak their real intentions. I'm not being cynical here. They could have paid a price beyond anything that's remotely legal, and they could be getting their kicks right now. Remember, I am a mummy. My kind's job was to pursue people who had no idea who we were or why we were after them. They had no idea that someone hated them enough to hire a doomed creature to chase after them and then deal with them. You have a very valid point. While I have no doubt in the abilities of a wolfman's nasal nirvana, I also have no doubt that there are indeed some forces out there who are capable of things. Very nasty things. I believe we should still henceforth with our original plan, but I now strongly believe that we should proceed with the utmost caution. It was as if Igor was performing a trick and had just said the magic word. The air changed, it got slightly thicker, and finally, for the first time in hours, the door, much quicker than usual, appeared in its usual spot. Time didn't slow, not on this occasion. Nobody else was coming through, not just now. Wolfie opened the door and the gang all stepped through. They all quickly surveyed the scene, looking for anything, another door, a window, anything at all, but there was nothing. I can smell it again. Lumpy looked down at his shoes and mumbled. Sorry Sorry about about that. that. Chuckling, Wolfie said. No, not that. I can smell the popcorn again. It's faint, though. I don't think that... Before he could finish the sentence, the door had vanished, and they were back to breathing usual air. Well, most of them were breathing. The Count didn't breathe anyway, and, and the rest were holding their breath thanks to Lumpy. I have remembered something. When we were near before, I saw my home on the wall. Was that a movie, Wolfie? Sort of, Count. I'm not sure exactly what that was about, but it would fit in with the three of you about the movie lover. Or it could be clever thinking on the part of the evil ones. Thanks for the reminder, Mummy, said an almost exasperated Wolfie. And the evil ones. A bit dramatic, isn't it? Well, they could be evil, we don't know yet. Okay, okay. Let's make a deal. Let's go with the unknowns. It's accurate, and it's got some drama for you. How does that sound? Mummy gave it some thought. His eyes gave away nothing, obviously. I like it. It's true, and it has enigmatic gravitas. The unknowns. Yeah. That's who we're up against. The room was as it was, sparse and dusty. Nothing was playing on the wall this time, at least not yet, and there seemed to be no sign of anything that could lead to anywhere. Igor spoke. Here's my thinking. We know when something's going to happen because the air changes. Wolfie's nose goes live and sometimes time slows. My suggestion is this. When anybody feels anything of those indicators happening, pay sharp attention to your surroundings. Look for doors, windows, gaps or any chink of light that may show another room or a way out. We need to think quick and we need to act fast. 
Let's keep on our toes when the time is right. We need to stay focused. Five hours later, they all sat on the floor, lightly dozing. From the corner, a lazy voice said, I spy with my little eye. There you go, folks. Chapter 10 for you. I will try and keep to a better schedule, both with Popcorn and Monsters and Mirths and Monsters. Mirths and Monsters will be back on the 1st of January with the long-awaited Part 2 of Witches. But for the time being, my friends, take care of yourself. Daddy Fling. <laughs>